0: Hi, I'm Aubrey, and this is my podcast, Aubrey the Podcast. Good name, huh? And no, I'm not starting this entertainment portion of my career a little bit late. I say, no way am I too late. If Alec Baldwin can have 17 children at the age of 65, then I can start talking into a microphone at the age of 53. The meaning of age is such bunk. So welcome to Aubrey the Podcast. Let's go. I have, at the age of 53, defined what I like in people. You would have thought that I would have defined this a little earlier in life, but I didn't. And by not defining what I was looking for in fellow humans that I wanted to hang out with and surround myself with, I ended up surrounding myself with people who I now understand went against my, my preference for what feels good to be surrounded by. I didn't realize it. I was misguided and I chose some people who were the other kind of person that I think I'd rather avoid going forward, just from a health standpoint. So let me explain. I love all people. Human beings are amazing. I'm an astrologer and I completely revere, honestly revere and respect all different personality types all different quirks and all the different kinds of packages we come in. That being said, there are some packages, some human being packages that feel really uncomfortable to me. And it's taken me like 50 years to figure this out. So what am I talking about? So I was driving to an event yesterday in my small town in Florida that I have moved to how long ago? Almost two years ago. No. Yes. Almost two years ago. Okay. So needless to say in this COVID time and just settling into a new situation, I have not made enough friends. And so I'm really trying to make friends. And so I'm driving to this thing thinking, okay, there's 500 women there. I, I, I must meet somebody. Right. And it dawned on me as I was driving what I was looking for. It was like driving to a gigantic dating pool and thinking, all right, what am I looking for? And am I going to find it there? And I realized, oh, what I like is people who appear contradictory, people who express contradictory traits for real, not this like, I don't know what it is. It's, um, I don't know. Not people who are trying to appear real like there are a lot of influencery types where they're like I'm just as real as real as you and I'm sure they are and they 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 kind of reveal some of their messiness and you know people who reveal some of their messiness in order to show you that they too are like you and hey I'm relatable right and It's just the effort of revealing it or the kind of effort because it's not that I don't try to reveal my messiness because yeah, sometimes I'm self-deprecating or often. I don't know. There's something where I'm like, I don't know, like buying it like 20%, not 80%. I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. I like people who just flat out are contradictory and what makes it real is maybe not being as conscious about it in every single interaction. So like, what am I talking about? Like people whose bio bullet points don't perfectly line up. Like I'm surrounded by a lot of people, let's just say people, because it's men and women, a little older, who skew towards one political party, have generally one common fashion style going on, many clothes from one particular popular store in town, in preppy havens all across America, and who play the same two sports, who play the same card game, <laughs> who have the same dog that ends with oodle. And I'm not knocking any of this at all, at all, at all, at all. I really am not. I just, I want it to be more obvious when I'm I'm with people. I want to be a little more obvious about where they're a little weird. I really want to know where people are weird. Where? How? How are you a little bit weird? And the sense that I get is that people are trying really hard to not be weird. (laughs) They're trying to be appropriate and civilized and check certain boxes. And I truly think some people are comfortable with that, but I am not. So I want people in my life who are a bundle of contradictions so that they're a little unpredictable, so that they surprise themselves and other people. I find it interesting and youthful and fun. And you know what? I think, I think other people like people like this too. Like, I think all the, the people that I describe as coming across as sort of, of falling within a, the same octave on the scale, I think they like people who are a little surprising and contradictory also. Human beings enjoy, you know, we all have some degree of built-in tension of opposites. It's impossible to be just sort of well, not impossible. Actually, that's not impossible. It's rarer to be very aligned and cohesively designed and packaged as humans. We all have these contradictions and we all have certain values, but we also have certain desires that conflict with those values and You know, a lifetime is for what? For resolving those built in tensions that we all have, built in polar opposites. We think one way, but we feel another, or we feel one way and we think another, or our instinct guides us in yet another direction. And, you know, we make certain choices within those tensions that end up making us unhappy or unhealthy. Or uncomfortable or anxious or stressed out because it's the, oh, why did I, why did I, why did I, why did I? And so life can be a lot about resolving some of those, as much of that tension as we can. And that's how we grow. And that's what's truthful. That's that's true about human beings. Whole human beings have all of these contradictions. We're all struggling to resolve inner conflict. We've all got it. And then what's cool is that I think I was just talking the other day about community and how there's this impulse to gather, and 2023 is going to be the year of the like small party and dinner party and get people gathering in groups, and I think tea might make a I'm just talking about my own life, but I'm going to start having tea with people. You know that's such breaking news right there, what I just said, I'm going to start having tea with people. Ooh, what a juicy podcast you've tuned into. (laughs) I'm going to have tea. You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? Fuck all y'all. I'm having tea. I'm going my own way with my own people. And we're going to drink tea. Yeah. It's the dumbest podcast (laughs) in all of podcasting. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I'm making a point to myself and maybe some other (laughs) listeners. I think we're all sick of being alone in our own mental, emotional psychodrama and trying to resolve all of this inner conflict that we all have in ourselves only or on the internet, Googling how to, you know, be less stressed. I think we're getting self-exhaustion and Isolation, fatigue. We're starting to realize more than ever the value that other people play in our lives, that being with other people and being in a community and gathering with other people who have different inner conflict and tension actually helps us, helps us have trouble with the S's. It helps us resolve our own conflicts because we learn from each other. So I guess I just wanted to say give me messy people. I mean, I don't want chaotic people. Let me just put that just in case I'm casting some kind of spell. I don't want chaotic, but I would like messy like and complete people. So I don't have to dig so much. And, you know, like, let's all just be ourselves, like complex people. Because here's the thing. People who represent themselves, I'm just expressing a personal opinion here. People who ex- represent themselves as complete, a complete finished person with unwavering principles that I unwaveringly live by are frightening. They are scary to the max because those people are living purely by their intellect, their logic, their mind, which means the heart and the gut are turned off. And that is frightening because then you get, well, then you get extreme behavior. You get extreme Justified rational behavior that has no relationship to other people or empathy or feeling compassion or connecting to their own inner needs. It's just completely turned off behavior and I find it frightening. So, purely mental types, I find to be terrifying actually. It's just not healthy to live purely from the mind. As much as we have to develop our mind, keep our minds healthy and fit. And actually, I have some new ah ahas about a fit mind, which is not for now. Anyway, it's not healthy to only live from your mind. We need to be able to regularly check in with our heart and do heart-centered practices and our gut. Have a healthy gut, literally, and also check in with our instinct, our emotional instinct, our intuition. And that's where meditation and other people come in. So, all right. Maybe that was a spell. Maybe I'm casting a spell right now. A prayer. Oh God, the blowers. Honestly, there's more yard work going on where I live. It's like they don't do it all in one day. They do grass on Friday, bushes on Tuesday, you know, trees on Wednesday. I don't know what mulch and blowing on Thursday. Then they start something over again on Friday. There's literally not a day of rest from motors. Take care of all of your brains, all of them. Head, heart, gut, because they're supposed to work together like one brain. Oh, maybe I should insert a book uh, recommendation. There is a fantastic book called M Braining. The letter M Braining. I don't think I have it here on my shelf right here. It's by, you know, I can Google it. Hold, please. Your business is very important to us. I need a keyboard to do the typing. Embraining. No, not brainig. Braining. braining, Here we go. By, it's called Braining, Using Your Multiple Brains to Do Cool Stuff. And it is by Lordy. Grant, oh, this is a cool name. Grant Susalu, S-O-O-S-A-L-U, and Marvin Oka, OKA. And it's a really interesting book. So get out of your head and into your bowels. Okay. All right. Bye everyone.